0: all right what's going on everybody welcome back to another rendition the first in a while of the uh locksmith podcast that's why yours truly the ufc locksmith um so we got ufc paris this weekend uh cedled on as the headliner and just as a recap uh so the last i haven't been on a cold street like this in a while i was up to like 90 something total units over time and then shit just did not go my way to be honest with you um now i'm down to 72.15 units since in total um just the last few events have not been strong and month of august honestly was terrible um you know it's easily the biggest downswing i've had um but you know it's um it happens i you know i've, I've never felt so hopeless uh, after UFC 278 usman and edwards uh i loved the knockout obviously and i was going crazy but like when i was going to bed i was just thinking like fuck like i've never felt so hopeless as i did uh that night it was crazy i just never i don't even know it just sucked um you know but i got to pick shit up you know i'm i'm not pointing fingers at all or you know doing any of that it's on me um but the only way to get out of a slump is to keep swinging the bat so we're gonna keep it going um for this fight night card i needed the break last week so we got the early prelim opener of stephanie egger versus uh Ali perez stephanie egger coming in at minus 270 perez coming in at plus 220 um like i said I'm, i never really take Women's MMA when the numbers are this high. Unless it's like, a, you know, Nunez, Shevchenko, Andrade, something like that. Um, uh, but if I have to give you guys a pick, I like Stephanie Eger. I like her submission game. Uh, she submitted Jessica Rose Clark. She beat Shanna Young by KO TKO. Um, she lost to Tracy Cortez. Lost to Myra Bueno Silva. But I do actually like her to get a... Uh, a stoppage win over uh, Alan Perez here um you know she's the longer fighter more experienced fighter I think she's gonna get it done Alan Perez I don't believe has fought yeah she has not fought anybody in the UFC uh, she's fought for a samurai fight house not exactly uh, s tier um, in terms of promotions so yeah, I like Stephanie Yeager here to get a finish. Uh, maybe a submission, but probably a finish over uh, Aline Perez. So now moving on to the next fight, we have Khalid Taha. Uh, minus 130 against Christian Quinonez. Uh plus 110 is the return on him. And this one's a tough one. Um, so Quinones is the taller and the longer fighter. And a little bit more experienced, right? But... You look at Taha, he's been in the UFC for a while, and where, you know, the success really hasn't been there. Um, he fought Bruno Silva to a no contest. He lost to Sergei Morozov. Kim um, on the other hand, you know, hasn't... He fought on the Contender Series and won a, won a decision. Um, this one, for me, honestly, is... I mean, you could take Taha as the favorite, as a minus-130, um, but for me, I think this is a really tough one to pick. If I was to give you a pick, though, I would say Taha by knockout. But in no, you know, in no, uh, you know, way is that a confident pick. on something I, you know, I love. Um, definitely stay away. Um, too too close to call. Next up, we got the Frenchman Benoit Saint-Denis coming in at 270 against Gabriel Miranda at plus 220. Um, For me, this is a favoriter pass. I don't see Miranda winning this fight whatsoever. He fought in a weird Fugazi promotion, just not good at all. He's got good submission game, but Benoit Saint-Denis is, I think, really, really good. I enjoy watching him fight. Um, he's one and one in the UFC. Beat Nicholas Solce, uh, lost to Zalecki dos Santos um, by unanimous decision. But I think he's actually going to get this one done here um, in his home home country. I don't know if it's his hometown, but he's a prospect. He's pretty damn good, um, and I think he's really tough, mentally and physically tough. Somebody that you know I think has a lot to prove in his home home country. You know, I think he's going to be inspired. Uh, Miranda has 15 submissions of 16 wins, which is kind of crazy, but that really says, you know, who are you fighting, dude? So, if you want to play Miranda by submission prop as a hedge against, you know, Saint Denis, that's actually a pretty decent idea. Um, but I could see, I don't see it happening. I see Saint Denis winning um, pretty convincingly. So, I'm going to go with Benoit Saint Denis there. Next up. Uh, a fight that should be on the main card, serving as the featured bout, but it's on the early prelims. It doesn't make sense to me. Uh, Nasruddin Imavov versus Joaquin Buckley. Imavov coming in at minus 270, Buckley coming in plus 220. Um, so this one's interesting, right? You have the, the technique and the skill of Nasruddin, who's good everywhere. Good grappling, we saw that in the Shabazian fight. Um, good striking, we saw that in the Heinich fight. Versus a guy like Joaquin Buckley, who he did look really, really good against Derev, but he's we know what he is—he's a power puncher. Um, you know, he did look more technical though. He didn't rush in like a bull against Derev like he usually does. But you know, Joaquin Buckley's been on a tear. Um, beat Abdulaziz Al Hassan. Eh, doesn't really say much to me. Lost to Alessio Di We'll talk about him later. Beat Jordan Wright by KO. Obviously, he had the crazy KO against Casagany. Uh, Lost to Kevin Holland. That's a good loss. You know he, he's got he's a good fighter he's fought good fighters um we look at nasser last one was a year ago against shabazzian beat ian heinich by knockout lost to phil hawes good loss beat jordan williams um i just see nasser winning this fight with the technique over the power i think buckley may gas out i think he might take round and lose a 29 28 or get finished late so i'm gonna go with um imavov I do like Buckley, though, but not enough here to take him against a guy who I think is really, really good in Nasruddin. So, yeah, that's what we're going to do. I, I like Imovov here to get it done against New Mansa. Next up, we got a light white scrap. Uh, Ferezium versus, I think his name is Michael Figlak, Mikel. Um, so for ZM, very very lengthy rangy striker just got uh, He got cup of the UFC and then re-signed without fighting in the middle of it. It was a weird situation um, But we saw ZM, you know, we know what type of fighter he is. He's a kickboxer He likes to stay at range But you know if you close that if you're able to close that range and take him down without getting clipped you know, we saw what Terrence McKinney did um, submitted him and you know Ferez he's a good fighter though he beat Malarkey, beat Luigi Rendermini but other than that you know the wins really aren't there um and then you look at his opponent who I actually watched and I was very impressed with um Figwack in Cage Warriors um which is a really good promotion he's 8 and 0 in there um and he's a good fighter from England 26 years old Ferez is 25 so they're both young um Figlack eight and no record with four knockouts uh, to his name, no submissions. ZM twelve and four record with five knockouts, four submission wins, and three losses. Um, but he's never been knocked out, and that's and Figlack's never submitted anybody. So it's an interesting fight. Uh, I- I'm definitely gonna stay away. Um, for the sake of giving you guys a pick, I'll go Figlack by decision. But I think. He's going to spend a lot of time on top. Um, and just kind of being a blanket. Maybe, you know, do some ground and pound. You know, I just... I think it's going to be a really close fight. It could be a split decision, to be fair. Um, but yeah, I think I'm going to go with Figlak. In a very close fight. Next up, we got um, Abus Magomedov. You hear that name. And Dustin Stolzfus. So there's a Magomedov... Fighting Dustin Stoltzfus you already know the pick Um, it's Magomedov minus 260 Um, you know I'm not gonna take him straight probably eh, I might actually he's 24 4 and 1 with 13 knockouts he's a pretty good fighter UFC debut however but his last name is Magomedov and he's fighting a guy in Dustin Stoltzfus who kind of sucks you know he he lost to Kyle Dawkins, Ross Adolfo lost to Adolfo Vieira lost to Gerald Chart, and then beat Dwight Grant at the age of thirty eight thousand. So, um, Dustin Stoltzfus sucks. I, he's not very good. Uh, Magomedov is gonna win this fight. I reckon he'll win it by TKO. Um, worst submission. Dustin Stoltzfus is a tough motherfucker though. That's the problem. So, I still think he's gonna knock him out. I'm gonna go Magomedov by KO. I mean, the thing is, is like Stoltzfus isn't better than than Magomedov anywhere. Like you hear the name Magomedov, you're like, all right. Well, the other guy's probably a better striker. In this case, no. Like Mag- this Magomedov has hands. Um, he's actually German. Like he fights out of Germany, so he's obviously Russian of descent, but fights out of Germany, which means he's got some decent striking to his game as well. Um, Stoltzfus just sucks. Um, you know, it's kind of like a fade, fade, uh, fade Stoltzfus, But I also like Magomedov, so. I'm going to go Magomedov, that's the play here, um, Stoltzfus for me, I mean this is a favorite a pass, 100,000%. Next up we got in a fight that I'm really interested in, uh, Charles Air Jordan versus The Prospect Nathaniel Wood, um, so this one's going to be really interesting to me. So I think Jordan should have beaten Shane Burgos on Long Island, um, and I think he's a guy who should be ranked. Um, you know, beat Landovinato, beat Andre Uel, um, beat Marcelo Roa, lost to Juliano Rosa, and then close, but did lose to, uh, to Shane Burgos. And then on the other side, we have Nathaniel Wood, who, you know, beat Rosa, but lost to Casey Kenny, lost to Johan Dotson. I like Jordan here um, at minus 140 i think you know jordan if so if nathaniel would is able to get him to the ground it's gonna be a problem but i think jordan's gonna be have worked on that takedown defense after the burgos fight and uh you know i think he's he's a lot bigger taller than uh than nathaniel Wood, and i think he's gonna be able to keep this thing standing and i think he's gonna put on a show i think they're both gonna put on a show for the fans i can see this one going the distance um, I'm going to go with Jordan by decision in a fire fight, a classic Charles Jordan fire fight. Um, so, yeah, I would say Jordan by decision is a good play. Um, maybe even take, you know, the over two and a half, whatever that number is. But I, I do like this fight a lot, though, and I think it's going to be a good one. But I wouldn't really pick a side. It's close because, you know, you can't pick a side here. Um, I'm going to go with Jordan. I think he's the more well-rounded fighter. And if he keeps it standing, which I think he will be able to, I think he's going to inflict a lot of damage on Nathaniel Wood. But it's definitely an interesting fight. Next up, we got William Gomez versus Jono Ahrens. Um, I'm going to go with Gomez here. He's 10-2. Um, both of these guys making their UFC debut. Um, Gomez was fighting... So he fights out of the same gym as Um He has six knockouts to his name out of his ten wins. Pretty impressive stuff. Whereas, jean Um Yeah, I I was watching some tape on him. He looks decent, but Gomez just looks a little bit bigger. Like, he looks bigger. That's how I would say it. Um, and Gomez has power. Like, you watch Gomez, and it's. It, He's got decent power. He's technical though at the same time. I think he I think he's gonna win this fight. I think they're giving him a fight, you know, in his home country that he can win. Um and I think he's well rounded as well. So I'm gonna go with Gomez here by finish. I think he gets the finish in his home country against uh Arons. I think Aaron's is kinda just getting thrown in there as like a you know, let's see. I'm I I think that this is uh I think that this is Gomez all day. So I'm going to take Gomez here to get the win. And next up, we got to fight in the lightweight division Nazarat Hakprast versus John Medeski. Um, I'm going Nazrat Hakprast here. Uh, Medeski, first of all, is, I believe, yeah, 37 years old. Not good. Um, 37 years old, and you haven't fought. You fought once a year for the past five years. You're 4 and 1. Um, somehow beat Ignacio Bajamandez by split decision. Lost to Francisco Trinaldo. <sighs> Nazrat's actually fought like competent humans as well, though. He lost to Bobby Green and Dan Hooker's last two. Lost to Drew Dober. That's another good loss. Um, beat Hoffa Garcia, which isn't a bad win. Um, definitely something to hang your hat on. He also beat Alexander Munoz, I believe. Yes, he did. Uh, beat Joaquin Silva. Beat Mark Cicchese. So i think hack here doesn't have the power to put out medeski um but i think he's just gonna pick him apart and beat him by decision uh that's the free play i gave out on my twitter so i do think that hack is gonna get this one by decision i don't think the power is gonna be enough but i think he's just gonna be able to do what bobby green did to him essentially which is just beat him up uh and make it a long night for medeski so we're gonna go hack by uh, unanimous decision 30-27. I just see none of these guys are gonna take this fight to the mat. Medeski's never landed a takedown. Hakperas has the ability to land a takedown, but he's not gonna do it. They're both gonna strike, and I think Hakperas is gonna get the better of the exchanges, being the younger, more technical, faster guy. So that's the play. Next up, we got a matchup that I really couldn't tell you what to do here. Uh, Roman Kopliov versus Alessio Dekiriko. So off, uh came into the UFC, undefeated, lost his first two UFC fights. Alessio Takiriko, one in five, or one in four in his last five. And they line up pretty identical. They're both six feet tall, uh, allegedly. Pretty much the same reach. Um, I You know, both of these guys are on the UFC chopping block. This is a pick em fight on the odds, uh, minus 110s each way. I'm not gonna give you guys a pick for this one i I literally can't. Um, yeah, I just it's a weird fight to call. I mean, it really is I think either I don't think it's gonna go to the decision. so if you want to take the fight doesn't go the distance, probably you could take that. but yeah, truthfully, I just don't I, I don't know you know what I mean what to what to say about this one. Um, somebody I think is getting knocked out. I just don't know who. Um, So yeah, that's the play for that fight. I I can't give you a side because I genuinely don't know. And now we move up the card to a fight that I'm really interested in. Um, Bobby Knuckles, Robert Whittaker going up against the Italian Dream, Marvin Vittori, um, who I think is probably one of the most underrated fighters on the roster. But, so I'm Italian, and I love Marvin Vittori. That's my guy. I've been rooting for him. I picked him against Costa big time. Um, I picked him against Kevin Holland, picked him against, you know, Jack Hermanson. I picked him in almost all of his fights. Whitaker is a different animal though. I think Whitaker beat Adesanya on the second fight. Um, I was there. I think he beat him. Uh, I think he should be the champion right now. And I think he's so well-rounded. He looks so good. Like you heard what Calvin Gaslam said after he fought him. He was like, I genuinely felt like I couldn't do anything in there. Like he, That was the type of fight that broke me mentally to the point where like i didn't know if this was for me anymore like i think whitaker's that good and i just don't know if vittori vittori so vittori's so good because he's so committed and he can go for a hundred rounds he can put the pressure on he'll never quit he'll never get finished but the technique is not quite there on the level of a bobby knuckles and this guy was a few former champion should be the champion right now to be honest with you and look at his losses in in the past since 2014 he's lost twice and we both were to adesanya and i think he beat him the second time since 2014 he's lost two times and they were both to adesanya and you look at vittori though vittori's no slouch like this is what i don't understand right since 2016 vittori's only lost twice and those two losses were to israel adesanya right so like both of these guys are at a weird point and i think Bobby Knuckles his takedown defense is good enough to to keep this standing and if it is standing I just think Bobby Knuckles has too much in the striking for Vittori um I'm not you know he's not going to finish Vittori nobody's finishing Vittori um but I just I don't think Vittori is going to be able to stay on the ground like he wants to and hold him against the cage I think Bobby Knuckles is too good too technical too experienced for that bobby knuckles by decision here is the play um i just think he's going to be able to outclass him on the feet while it's you know i think it's going to be there for the majority of the fight and i just think that fattori is going to grow frustrated and you know spam takedowns that aren't going to work and he's going to get frustrated in there but I love Vittori. I, I, you know, part of me wants him to pull it out because, you know, I'd love to see him. But in terms, you know, of betting, you don't, you don't bet who you want to win. You bet who you think is going to win. And I think that Whittaker is the play here. Although I could see Vittori giving him a decent, you know, decent effort. Obviously, Vittori is always going to give you your best effort. And if you bet on Vittori, uh, he'll fight to the last second for your money. That's for sure. He's never going to let you down in terms of that. So I just think Whitaker here is is such a good play. Um, so I'm going with Bobby Knuckles. I just think he's too good. There's a 1A and 1B in this division. And Bobby Knuckles is, you know, in my opinion, 1A. I think he beat Adesanya. But whatever. Um, I'm going with Bobby Knuckles here. By decision. And now we got the main event. Sihil Gong versus Bam Bam tied to Tuivasa. So I give to Tuivasa about a point. Five percent chance of winning this fight and that is not like that's not hyperbole i genuinely don't give him a chance and the slightest puncher's chance like there's like puncher's chance like and then decrease that by like 20 percent um first of all Sirogon won the fifth round against ngano if you go back and watch the fight based on the criteria of mma scoring cyrogon won that fifth round so he should be the champion but whatever that's neither here nor there um it's not as egregious as the Whitaker one but I think Cyril Gaon is the best heavyweight right now on the roster and I think Taito Yavasa caught Derek Lewis at the perfect time at the perfect place um and you look at his ascension to the top he beat Augusto Sakai lost age terribly um he beat who else did he beat he beat Greg Hardy no longer in the OC and then he beat Derek Lewis which was like his breakthrough win, but I, like I said, I think he caught him at the perfect time in Houston. We know Derek can't fight there. Um, and I think Derek's done. So all of his all of his wins that he's had have aged badly, right? Lewis just got knocked out by Pavlovich, however you want to say it. Um, you know, whether you think it was an early stoppage, I, I do, but whatever. Tuivas' wins haven't aged well, right? Right. You beat Harry Huntsucker by KO. Stefan Struve. Like, these guys suck. And you look at the guys he lost to. Sergei Spivak. Aged well. Ivanov, Aged sort of well. JDS. No longer with us in the UFC. Like, the guys he beat kind of suck. And Cyril Ghosn is dirt. Cyril Ghosn is, like, actually unbelievably good. He's the most technical heavyweight I've ever seen in my entire life. He moves like a lightweight. He hits like a heavyweight. He... He, 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 there's no way Tuivasa wins this fight and the problem is that the number's at minus 700 for Cyril Gon. so it's weird to bet it um, but the way I think this fight's gonna go I think the first round Tuivasa's is gonna come out swinging and he's just gonna swing at air uh, he's just straight straight swing and miss he's gonna get really frustrated and Cyril Gon's gonna as the fight goes on he's just gonna you know rack up the damage um, just pick him apart Maybe Tuivasa tries to kick him in the legs, but I, I just think Gana is too fast. He's going to see them coming, and I think he's going to evade them. Um, I don't think Tui Vasa is as athletic as even Derek Lewis. I don't think he's even close to the athletic, the athlete that Derek Lewis or Francis Ngannou is. And we saw what Cyril did against both of them standing up. So Cyril Gana's to play here, guys. Um, I think he's going to get it done by fourth-round finish knockout Um, Tui Vasa is just not not a number three ranked contender like he's he's just not that good I I love the personality I love the Shui he's not going to win this fight Um, Cirogan's going to win this fight no doubt in my mind about it I want Cirogan to win this fight I want him to get the championship shot Um, after Jon Jones beats Francis I just I think he's so good I think he's unbelievably talented i think he's the future of the heavyweight division like i think people said aspinall was the future of the heavyweight division cyril Gun is he, cyril going to defend the belt multiple times um i've never been so sure of something in my life so i'm going cyril here i i don't give bam bam a chance that's the play cyril gone fourth round tko so thank you guys for listening um i hope the fights are really really good i hope we make money and uh you know, let's, let's get back on track. So that's going to be the show. Thank you very much for listening and have a good one.